It's the big show on Thursday evening. It's the first time back in nine years uh, since their 30th anniversary tour uh, in 2010. Welcome Mark King from Level 42 to the show. Mark, good morning to you. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, Chris. Um, yeah, nine years since we were there last. Yeah. Obviously, obviously it went well then. <laughs> and I'm, I'm so pleased you're coming back. You know, listen, nine years uh, since you were last here, but honest to goodness, well, let me ask you the first question. Why are you still doing it? Um, oh, I love it. I mean, I, I love playing in Level 42. Um, you know, the band is, is a great sort of vehicle for, for the style of, of bass playing that, that I do. Um, the, the, the musicians that I play with are wonderful. I mean, Mike Lindup on keyboards is... We've been together now 40 years, you yeah. know, coming up to 40 years. Yeah. And I still, I still get such a buzz, you know, just being on stage with Mike and... You know, he's a wonderful musician. Um, my, my younger brother, Nathan King, who is 12 years my junior, um, has been in playing with me now since 1999, so that, that's 20 years. Uh, we, we have a, a, a full brass section these days. Um, we have Sean Freeman, uh, saxophone, Danny Carpenter, trumpet, and Nicole Thompson on trombone. Uh, fantastic players too and we've got amazing Pete Ray Biggin on drums who first sat in with us, Chris, when he was 11 years old. I've seen that um, video. Yeah, yeah. It's we, on we, social we, media, and I've seen that video. Yeah, Mike was an avid, um, uh, you know, an avid video taker. And yeah. it just so happened when we, I think it was Leeds University or Sheffield University, something like that, uh, we were getting off the bus, and there was this young lad there with a, a, a few albums under his arm, which <laughs> asked us to sign. And then he said, could I sit in with you at sound check, you know, so yeah. sure. And, and Gary... Uh, he he absolutely adored Gary Husband's playing. Yeah, Gary yeah. was a sweetheart, and let him get on the drums. And uh, you know, I said, "Which songs of ours do you know, Pete?" And he said, uh, "I know all of them." And uh, <laughs> you know, we sort of rattled off three or four songs, and we we all thought then that he was going to be really something special. So mm. wind forward, uh, you know, uh, how many years it is? I don't know, thirty odd years, and and he's got the gig now, and he's been he's been with me since. In fact, I think he might have played. With us, that would have been one of his first gigs when we were at Villa Marina in um, 2010. Yeah. Look at uh, your back catalogue. Seven live albums, I think. Six compilations. Uh, yeah, probably, probably more now. I have yeah. a habit of, of just sort of recording them and then just sticking <laughs> them out. And I always like to film film the shows too, Chris, because, you know, we, we've had such a, a, a good and, and loyal fan base over the years that... Mm. I almost feel duty-bound that, that if they weren't able to make a gig or something mm. uh, on the tour, that at least they can get a, a copy of it and, you know, in some half-decent quality. So, um, yeah, and sort of just back to the whole playing thing of why I'm still doing it is mm. because it is, it's a fantastic thing to do. Mm. And talk about lucky, I'm just reaching out for a bit of wood here. Um, you know, I've been able to do this uh, my, my entire life, really. You know, the only other jobs that I've had it was a milkman when I got thrown out of school for a year. And, um, uh, you know, but, and a job in Macari's music shop. Otherwise, it's Level 42 has been my entire life. And any time... Anybody you meet that that does what they love to do and can actually, you know, make a bob or two doing it, make a living, has uh, got to be a really lucky guy, I think. The band's gone through a lot of different uh, uh, lineups in the past, and uh, how do you reinvent that, Mark? Uh, well, it, it almost reinvents itself, Chris, because, right. you know, the, 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 every, everything changes all the time, and that's just the, the only constant in life, really. So, you know, the, where we started out as four mates just jamming at, at the Guildhall School of Music where Mike was studying mm. on a Monday night to 
sort of five years later, we 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 were having hits either side of the Atlantic, and um, you know, and then two years after that, that the two of the original members, Phil and Boone, you know, left, and mm. that was it's really just the way things work, you know. I, I don't know anything that doesn't that doesn't just change organically, and Level Forty Two certainly seems to have done that, and you can only see that, of course, in hindsight, you know. So, um, you know, you you get up to where we're, we're at now, and we've. You know, we've had 20 festivals in the in the diary for this summer, um, and they've all been absolutely brilliant. You know, and the band's really red hot at the moment. So, uh, you know, anybody that is thinking, should I go and see the band on on Thursday night? Oh, absolutely, along, do so. There's, um, we might not go back for another nine years. You seem as busy now as you were in the 80s. Am I wrong? Uh, because it seems to me you're gigging as much as you were then. And listen, you were all over the place. You sold 30 million albums in the 80s. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. You know, this summer we, we've been in, uh, you know, just sort of over one week we were in Quebec, um, in Canada, mm. and then we were in Kildare in Ireland, and then the next gig was St. Petersburg in Russia. Yeah. And then sort of back off up to Scandinavia, then down to Holland, and, you know, and then back over to the UK, it's, I mean, it's so great, you know, it's just, it's just a great fun thing to do. And I love playing festivals, particularly, <laughs> Chris, because you have this, um, like, uh, it's an unpartisan crowd, you yeah, know, that they sure. could be there just for the experience or seeing another artist. But, you know, if the band's on fire, um, you, you pick up new fans. So it's, it's all good. And I, I guess that's reflected in the fact that, you know, the business just keeps going. And, and yeah. um, believe me, you know, that the uh, promoters, if... If they're not really into it, they don't. They won't book you again. No, sure. Is it easier now than it was then? Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, and, and it's more fun. Uh, you know, the, the the pressure's off. Mm. I turned sixty last year, and the difference of doing it when you're sixty to say when you're twenty-two <laughs> years old is that there's, you know, that the the songs are written. You've got you've got the catalogue of songs. Yeah. Um. You haven't got a record company breathing down your neck saying, look, you know, you haven't been in the top twenty for you know, three months, you, you've got to do something. Uh, and all of that stuff is, is actually quite stressful. So to not have that, you know, to just be able to swan around and, and, and have enough songs, uh, you know, in the catalogue that you can, you can mix it up and, you know, deeper cuts and then the, the, the sort of the main hits too that, that I always still love playing those things too. So it's, it's more fun. You know, all the guys in the band uh, really are the sort of best of mates and, uh, you know, I can't say this so that my wife will hear it, but it's actually always very nice <laughs> yeah. to, to step on the two of us, uh, you know, and the lads, Wee! you know, off we go again, another little knees up for three or four days. It's brilliant. What do you do in your spare time, Mark? What do you do to relax? Um, well, I'd, it doesn't sound very rock and roll, but I, I'm <laughs> sort of, I like getting my hands dirty and, um, you know, that, that I, I'm an island man as well. So I live on the Isle of Wight, as yeah. opposed to the Isle of Man. Sure. And, um, you know, we've got a couple of greenhouses and we've got vegetable plots and herb gardens and a fruit cage. And I built a barn a while back and I, I've got a, a sort of a bit of land here and stuff too, which I, I thoroughly enjoy just yeah. because I can have diggers and tractors and things like that. And, and you've got more time to do that now than you'd have before, I guess, as well. Well, it's, it's, it's another nice thing about festivals because festivals, by their nature, always seem to be around weekend time. So sort of my weekends this summer always seems to have been sort of Monday to Monday to Wednesday. Mm. And, um, you know, I can just swan around. The, the weather here today uh, is absolutely beautiful. So uh, I, I get out and then just enjoy life. But I've got, I've got a nice studio here and um, the project that I'm working on at the moment is at the end of this month we, we're playing... 
uh, at the Abbey Road session. Yes, I believe um, that, yeah. Yeah, for, for the 50th anniversary, of course, of Abbey Road, which I'm thoroughly looking forward to. Mm-hmm. And, and we, you know, we've got to play a couple of Beatles tunes. So I've been spending time in the studio, you know, arranging them because they, they, they had so many songs. And I've, choken, I've chosen um, We Can Work It Out and uh, I've Got to Get You Into My Life. Two fantastic um, you know, songs. Because they're, yeah. they're songs that the, the lineup that the band has at the moment, I know we can do justice to, but we're also playing with the, the BBC Concert Orchestra. So I, I'm really looking forward to that. It's going to be quite a thing. How do you choose what to play? Do you have a, a set list that you would play for a festival or do you, for your yeah. European tour? Or, or do you, th- do on the spur of the moment, do you throw something in and say, I'll tell you what, let's do this today, guys? Well, we'll be doing, yes, sometimes we do. We did exactly that um, in the last festival in. Uh, in Germany that, that we were sort of halfway through the set and I just yeah. said should we play such and such and, and the lads are you know all over it so it's, <laughs> it, it's great and you can be spontaneous um, you, you know that sometimes of course it, it's like the way you start and the way you finish and yeah. you have the songs that the people the good people that have paid money to come and see you would expect to hear you yeah. know the bigger yeah. hits so yeah. you're kind of duty bound to put those in mm. I, I don't know I have no problem doing that either but you can I've learned over the years that if you actually intersperse the hits with some of the deeper cuts you know and maybe sure. a couple of instrumentals and then back to another hit and then yeah. another deeper cut you get a very good balance because it keeps everybody happy and it's not as if you sort of go swanning off into some kind of totally <laughs> self-indulgent uh, section. You well, know. you say that, but everybody wants the bass solo, don't they? <laughs> well, <laughs> do they? I'm glad you said that, Chris, because I've been starting to wonder. It's when people start glazing over. No, no, no. No, no. Everybody wants one of those. Listen, I'm yeah. going to bounce you. I know we're short of time. I want to bounce you with a couple of questions. Uh, I, I don't want to catch you out. Um, you've got a massive social media presence, uh, not only with level42.com, but but there's there's a lot of appreciation sites. And, uh, and I just... Uh, posed the question a couple of months ago that I was going to talk to you uh, regarding Thursday night's gig and I had a couple of questions which came up to me and it isn't the million pound thumb question and it isn't uh, are you going to reform the band which incidentally sadly of course in, in case people don't know will never happen now because you sadly lost your very good friend and, and bandmate Boone earlier in the yeah, year, yeah. which was you a know, terrible he, he shame. He was one of my best friends. And, yeah, um, and it's a terrible you know, shot for you and everybody I'm sure. Yeah, it's been it's been it was it was it was one a massive shock. Yeah, um, yeah. And like I said, Boone and I have been best friends really since I was fifteen yeah, years old. Yeah, so yeah. you know that's a lifetime. Um, but it, you know, it, it's as we sort of said a, a, a few minutes ago. You know that, that things change and things move on, and and um, you know there has to be a progression and a reinvention. So it's it's not something that would have happened anyway. No. Um, no, no. You know, but it, it's uh, and I'm I'm cool with that. You yeah, know, I'm, yeah. I'm just sort of relaxed with the whole thing. And and also too is that the some sometimes it, you, you it just doesn't pay to go back because no. it, it wouldn't be what people thought. The great stuff that we did back then. If I said myself, sorry about that. Um, you know, all that good stuff is there, and it's. Do you know that sometimes the worst thing, Mark, is that when some sometimes people go back and try and reinvent what they did before. Yeah, and people work, can you know, be quite uh, you know disappointed by that. Yes, it, it's absolutely true. You know that there, over the years there have been sort of many reformations and, yeah, and yeah. things. You know, and it and it doesn't. I, you know, I, I think that uh, you know as an eight year old boy, Cream were everything to me. <laughs> and, you know, Jack Bruce and Ginger Baker and Eric Clapton were yeah, just amazing, sure, and they sure. sort of set the world on fire and set a blazing path for everybody else to follow. Um, the Reformation in 2005, there was no way it could match up to that, which no. kind of begs the question, 
you know, it was it worth doing it, but it doesn't, you know, it's, it's not my choice, is it? But no, no. It's not what I want to do with the band. So, no, sure. Uh, no, and, you know. and uh, you know, you've got a great setup now. And, and oh, happy birthday to your brother, by the way, a couple of days ago. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's knocking on a bit now, isn't he? It's, it's, it's really, that's when you start feeling old. It's not Aren't we all? Aren't in my head, old? I felt 23, but it's when you start looking, you think, hang on, my little brother's just turned 49. You know? OK, and, listen, I'm going to bounce you with two questions before we say goodbye. Uh, first yeah, is for Chris Boyd. He wants to say, are you coming to Perth, Western Australia? Oh, I'll tell you what, my daughter, my eldest daughter actually lives there, mate. So right. I, I am coming down personally in December because I'm going to be a grandfather. Oh, Sadly, well, not congratulations. with the band, though. But we are looking, um, we're looking right now, Neil Warnock, my agent at yeah. UTA, uh, is talking to two uh, promoters that we're doing two shows. Whether we actually get over to the West Coast, I don't know, but we'll certainly be over in the East Coast. So it's only about 6,000 miles. Yeah, exactly. And the other thing I was going to ask you was, yeah. there seems to be a huge following for you in the States. Yeah, we, we've always had a, a really good following over there. Um, we haven't toured there really since, since nope. 2010 either. And they're but, screaming you know, for you, Mark. Sorry? They're screaming for you. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> scream away, guys. That We'll get there. Yeah, it's, it will play anywhere that a promoter will put us on. Exactly. It's, it's all about whether, exactly. the, you know, things line up in the right places. Yeah. And I understand that. Mark King, uh, considered by many to be one of the greatest bass players in the world, thank you so much for sharing your time with us. Have you got one parting comment? maybe for people who are going to come and see you on Thursday. I know it's almost a sellout. Yeah. It's about 1,600 or so, but they're going to give you a fantastic welcome and they're going to well, love please. to see you back. What can they expect to hear? Well, you're going to, you're going to hear the hits and you'll hear more. You'll hear a band that's uh, really on point at the moment. Um, so do come and see it. You'll have a great time. And put your dancing shoes on, by all means. <laughs> we, we like people to dance. Well, it's standing downstairs, so yeah. it's, it's not a fully seated venue. The seats are upstairs, as you probably remember. So yeah. we'll be down in the mosh pit, as they call it. <laughs> and we'll be screaming for you. And if you see a, a, a spotty-nosed once teenager at the, in, the, in his mid-50s with a very old 1983 Level 42 T-shirt with a silver pen, it'll probably be me. Right, I'll sign that for you, mate. I'll, I shall, whatever value it had, I'll write off immediately. Mark, it's great to talk to you. Thanks so much for joining us.